0: last time on Odyssey we the players took over the B characters aka Chris's NPCs we rolled for it and I played the role of starlet Kim became Jeeves and Tim was mo5 these NPC characters noticed that someone outside was scanning the space shuttle Challenger so they went to have a look
1: you get into the onto the bridge and you notice that uh, the ship is getting scanned hmm. It appears to be coming from, uh, outside the ship.
0: They found a figure in an old-style Earth spacesuit. Although it only spoke in a language they couldn't understand, the spacesuit figure beckoned them to go in search of James, Allison, and Charlie.
1: You hear the names, um, James Lamb, Allison Taylor, and Captain Charlotte Greenman, and then a couple more words of stuff you don't understand.
0: So they made their way to the rehab villa, Along the way they saw Charlie's broadcast about Thorne being kidnapped and demanding that Mr. Dwight, the rehab owner, reveal himself to them.
1: You all of a sudden notice that all the TV screens in the area all of a sudden switch to um, static and then they all go to, um, to a picture of Charlotte.
2: Dwight Wallace is a fraud. He has been making and dealing drugs while keeping up a front of a rehab facility.
0: Cut to the A characters in the lower levels of the cruise ship, where they discovered several people sleeping in cryo chambers. Allison and Charlie went on to look for Thorn, while James held back and began opening the chambers
1: like you hear like um, a sort of like whirring at the bottom and you feel like a vibration and then you finally press the one that had been um pressed before that you um didn't press the first time and then the thing opens up and you like have a bunch of gases that like leak out everywhere and the guy sort of uh, like crumbles to the ground and he's like just struggling to breathe and he's finally getting to breathe the the right stuff and he's like (laughs)
0: Hey, yo! I thought that when you went in those things, you had to, like, strip down the underwear. Meanwhile, the B characters arrived at the rehab villa, where the spacesuit figure revealed something like blueprints, and began following them like a map, down into the lower levels of the cruise ship.
1: As you guys had just gotten down to the bottom, there was like a big explosion and um, all of a sudden like there was all sorts of vibrations from the ship and a lot of stuff um, went off and you hear a lot of like sort of klaxons and stuff like that going off. Claxons going off? Yep. Klaxoffs.
3: Okay.
0: Cut back to the A characters, where Charlie and Allison have stumbled into a room and found Mr. Dwight next to a prisoner wearing a bag on their head. After getting shot by Charlie a couple times, Mr. Dwight dropped a device on the floor that began beeping. Jets of cold gas began filling up the entire lower levels of the cruise ship.
1: Uh, and he, like, um, coughs up a bunch of blood, <laughs> and then he, like, you hear a laugh kind of uh, come out of him. <laughs> oh, I knew it would come to this. You still think you've won.
0: Charlie shot Mr. Dwight again, and she and Allison raced to the prisoner and the device. The prisoner turned out to be not Thorn, but one of the neighbors from the rehab villa. Unable to shut the device off, the cold gas filled the rooms, and that was the last thing the characters were aware of before they were frozen in place.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the (laughs) Aldrin's! So, James, you are suddenly woken up to the startling feeling of cold all over you, and like before you can even get your eyes open, you um, feel a shaking all around. Roll me a notice check. I thought I
0: was so on top of things I had. I was on time, my stuff was recording, <laughs> my beer, and I forgot to do my stats and my dice. Seven.
1: All right. So you open your eyes, and you are, um, in an unfamiliar, uh, bed. You're laying on top of the covers, and you're dressed in what appears to be an Adidas tracksuit. You look over to your right and notice that, uh, a glass of water has, like, spilled all over you. It's, like, kind of wet all over on that side of the bed there just in this quick cursory look around you notice that um, there's a clock in this room. The room is kind of unfamiliar looking uh, and the clock is just um, blinking 12 o'clock repeatedly. It doesn't take long to figure out that you are in a uh, hotel room. One that looks just like things look like uh, back on earth. What the fuck? I will sit up. I don't see anyone else with me right Uh, There's no one else in the room. Um, There's a couple of boxes in the room and uh, a few of, you know, those big uh, metal cases that are like uh, black with the metal ends and stuff and have the handles on the side for moving music equipment and stuff? Yeah. There's some of those in there. And uh, you notice that there's like an old style TV, kind of 80s style with the curved screen. And um, it's only like a maybe 20 inch screen on there 21 inch diagonal and it's got rotary dials on it and uh it's chained to the wall i want to look for late night snowy nudes okay
0: yeah um, <laughs> no i want to get out of bed and i want to move to the window and peer through the either blinds or curtains or whatever
1: all right um you open up the blinds uh, immediately as you're walking towards the window you realize that it is daylight outside and that the you know the thick curtains are closed um you know, kind of keeping the daylight out of here. And uh, you open them up and you're kind of temporarily blinded by the the light filtering in through the window. Blinded by the light. (laughs) Wrapped up like a douche.
3: Terribly off-key, but yes.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. So um, as soon as your eyes adjust, you notice that there are uh, bars on this window and it is a a ground floor uh, motel room across the street you can just see like other kind of cheap motels and and every car looks like uh, they did when you were back on earth. Oldsmobiles and fucking the boxy Corollas and stuff like that you see like a shirtless man walking down the street with a garbage bag full of random items. I want to move to the phone and try and dial front desk. Alright. And um, you, you pick up the phone and, um, you know, press the... There's, like, the little card right next to it that has, like, the different numbers on there. And you press the one for the front desk, and uh, they pick up front desk. Hey, what's good,
0: homie? Quick question. Uh, this room I'm in, yo, what's the name on this room?
1: Which room are you in?
0: Ah, shit. Um, <laughs> I'm going to... Put the phone down briefly, run to the door, and see if there's like a fire escape notice or anything that says room numbers.
1: Alright, you, um, open the door and look on the, um, the front of it, and it says 110. We'll go back to the phone. Yeah, it's 110. Hey, wait a minute. Is this a prank call? How how would you not know who who your room is under?
0: Yo, I'm calling. Can't you see my room number when I call you?
1: I don't know if you know how phones work. <laughs>
0: guess I'm just used for a different fucking time and a different technology. Hey, can you just tell me, or is this some sort of top secret thing? Like, I, I got the room, right? Can't I just know what name it was under? What if, what if somebody checked me in here because I was drunk last night, you know? I got to figure out which homie to thank or some shit. Hey, what if
1: it was a lady? All right, I'll look it up. Fine, just chill. And uh, you hear the phone get put down, and like he didn't put it on hold or anything. He just set the receiver down on the desk. I was about to go full carrying on this motherfucker. <laughs> As you say that, you can hear like the reverberation of your voice, like come back through the, the headset from the echo on, off of the wooden desk. And um, after a you know minute goes by or so, he picks it back up. Um. Let's see here. Uh, Buster cap uh slim and j- just a d
0: Busta the cat slim D
1: yeah you would recognize those as like your former bandmates from back on earth
0: what the hell is going on can you tell me what town this is and also ye- year what I got really drunk last night.
1: Yeah, I know, we we got some complaints, but, you know, luckily, you're in Jacksonville, so nobody really gives a shit.
2: Jacksonville,
1: sure, sure. Yeah,
0: 1980, uh, 80, uh... Six. Six, right, okay, yeah. Hey, did anyone else check into this hotel last night under the name of maybe Allison, or maybe you have a, uh, Charlie? Or Charlotte?
1: You know I can't tell you that, right?
0: Yeah, I figured. It was worth a try, though. I mean, you could tell me or I could just go knocking on doors. I gotta figure out if my homies are with me, you know what I'm saying?
1: Again, I remind you that you're in Jacksonville. I would not suggest knocking on random motel doors.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's That's a good point there.
1: Is there anything else I could help you with?
0: You guys got any sort of, like, snowy boobs on the TV?
1: (laughs) I mean, like, if you're talking about something like HBO, it's, like, freaking 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I don't think there's even gonna be (coughs) any kind of boobs on there this time. Try try around, like, 1 a.m. Maybe,
2: you know.
0: I don't know, I just thought maybe there was a hidden channel out there if you did just the tannins just right and that the front desk would know about it. You got nothing else to do up there, right? Besides so well, talk to me.
1: I mean, like, if you want to get into this, I mean, like, you know, so you got the turn dials on there, right? If you notch it, like, kind of halfway in between 35 and 36 and just kind of find that balance point right there, but you didn't hear it from me.
0: Hey, you're one of the good ones. Peace. <laughs> Oh, hang up.
1: <laughs> he, hang, he hangs up
0: too. Oh shit! I should have wrote that down. Now I forgot it. <laughs> I think he just said.
1: <laughs> and um, as you kind of like look around a little bit more, walking through here, you do notice that there is a note scribbled out on um, a table, like just by the the front door. What's it say? It says, "Yo, Buster." We tried to wake you up earlier and you was still out cold. You better be up by showtime, homie. Anyways, remember when we got fucked up last night and knocked over the case with our records? Well, it cracked that Rare Davis track. Slim and me tracked down a record shop that has one, but it's all the way up in Savannah. We should be back just in time for the show. Just make sure you take the van down there and get us checked in. D. And then there's a subnote. Don't forget to put the rest of our shit in the van before you go! Exclamation point, exclamation point, <laughs> exclamation point. I would be trying to rack my
0: brain to remember anything before I woke up. Do I remember anything?
1: Roll a a focus check.
0: Holy shit, two popcorns. Holy shit, two popcorns. Rolling around a little bit here. jesus that turns into let's see one was it 12 13 14 so i guess my highest is 15
1: yeah yeah you you feel like you remember (laughs) years and years of uh living off planet and 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 suddenly this you know reality seems weird to you
0: so i do remember being in space okay um i will peek out the window again see if i see the van all right. Um, it's not on that side of the building, so no, you did not see the van. I would leave with my key in hand if I can find it. All right. Walk around the building until I see the van.
1: It doesn't take you long. You basically walk around the L shape of the building, and then you see it there, like kind of towards the front, taking up a um, uh, handicapped space. Okay. Uh, I will load up the
0: things they said, All right. and then I will, and then I will go to the front desk and I will walk in and say, Hey, it's me again. Oh, uh, he points at you. 110? Uh, I don't remember. Anyway, I just was gonna ask if you could take some more pillows to my room real quick. What? Well, I gotta go. I gotta, um, meet my homies out at some music shop or something, but would you mind grabbing some pillows and taking them to my room while I'm gone?
1: So, y'all only booked a night? Is this like, uh. What? Are you booking another night? Yeah. You can put
0: that on the tab of whoever booked the room. Uh, I mean, it was. It was you. Slim. slim, Put it on Slim D's card. You paid with cash, bro. I'll check my pockets. I see if I have any cash.
1: Yeah, you do. You have, um, about like 60 bucks. What is a night? It's 29 a night. Eh, hell.
0: Let's do it. Alright. I can cancel, right? I changed my mind. You know.
1: Mm,
0: no. Shit. <laughs> yeah. You guys are hard players.
1: <laughs> Roll a persuasion check. <laughs> oh, okay. I just couldn't resist doing <laughs> that.
0: Uh, I have a four. I haven't used it at this entire campaign. And I'm going to Benny. Six. Oh, that's a pop-up.
1: Six. Uh, ten.
0: Yeah, of course you can, man. Cool, 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 cool. I'll put the money on the counter and slide it to him.
1: Alright. Yeah, he takes it and... puts it in a little envelope and then... like, leans down and puts it in a little safe.
0: Alright. I'm gonna leave and go hide behind a bush until I see him go out and get the bells.
1: okay. (laughs) He sees you leave, and then he just kinda sits there for a few minutes and... He's just kind of like twiddling his thumbs and um, then, you know, you see him kind of get out of Game Boy for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that son of a bitch. what he's playing.
1: And then the, the phone rings and um, he, he sort of cracks his knuckles and instead of answering the phone, he goes and grabs a few pillows and starts walking towards your room. <laughs>
0: As soon as he leaves the office, I'm going to try and go in and find a log book of the
1: rooms. Okay. So, roll a research for me. Benny.
0: Benny, this is my last Benny of the game already. Solid four.
1: Alright. So, uh, yeah, you, you do a little looking and then um, finally you find a, a book with a bunch of names in it and, and room numbers and everything. And, uh, what are you looking for? Uh, any names I recognize.
0: Alright. Particularly my bandmates, my future bandmates.
1: Okay, so I'm um, Allison Taylor, Charlotte Greenman, or their code names. Okay. Uh, yep, none of those on the list. Son of a bitch. Alright. <laughs> Is the till open or accessible? <laughs> um, you see it right there it, it is closed but there is the key sticking out of it okay ka-ching All right um, there's roughly about um 130 bucks in here and, and some change
0: i'm fairly upstanding i'll take my money out that i just gave him and then jot down a note on the scribble pad that says cancel room 110 <laughs> okay and <laughs> I'll get in the van and go to the sh- music store, I
1: guess. All right. To so the music store or oh, to the uh, really venue? Anywhere. Oh, I don't remember what they... the music store, they said they had to drive up to Savannah, which is several hours away, and you don't know what music store that they were talking about. Oh, they
0: had meet them at the venue. Okay.
1: Yeah. And that would be, like, towards the, at the time of the show. Is this our Leaving Earth show? It might be you don't know that. I'll go there, I'll go to the venue. All right, so um, yeah, you you kind of instinctually remember which way to go, to go from uh, Jacksonville to um, Cocoa Beach, which is where uh, Cape Canaveral is. So yeah, you start um, driving down I-95 south, and then uh, from there I am going to go to uh, Allison. You feel like a very cold sensation, all over your body and, um, it startles you awake. And roll a notice check for me.
3: That's a seven.
1: So, you're, your eyes open and, um, yeah, this cold is, like, just chilling you to the bone. You're, you're automatically, like, chattering your teeth and stuff as you get up and, um, you sort of look around and it's the same kind of thing where you can tell it's daylight outside but, um, the blinds are drawn and so like it's still kind of dark in here but you can quickly look around and notice that it's your your bedroom from from back home you look around and uh you notice that um even though the the blinds are shut um the window is open on the other side of them so there's still like air blowing in and it's like just really cold this time of year um even down in florida so um it's like super chilly in here you can see your breath as you breathe and as you look around the room, you also notice that there's like a digital clock, blinking twelve o'clock. Like the the power had gone out at some point.
3: Oh, bitch. <laughs> I hate it when I do this.
1: I'll walk over and close the window,
3: and um, be really confused for a moment because this isn't where I was before. Or do I remember anything?
1: Roll a focus check. Three. Alright, so yeah, you're you're like just really hazy right now, like it it just like feels familiar enough and like it, it's hard to tell if you're really awake or in a dream or, you know, just, um, you, you just feel present in, in this situation in front of you.
3: <laughs> Hi, gracious. Is there any kind of clock I can set my digital clock to? Do I have a watch or something?
1: Um, you could probably look around the house for, for a mechanical clock you would probably remember that there's like a, a big sort of grandfather clock in the sitting room I'll run
3: down there I don't like my clock being flashing
1: okay and um, as you <laughs> I feel like... like we've just hit one of Kim's in real life triggers <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh,
3: anyway yes so, flashing uh, clock yeah, can't like... have it
1: yeah, um, as you're, you know, heading out the door, you kind of glance down to your left and you notice the little aquarium that, uh, you have a gecko that lives in there and it's kind of curled up on its heat rock, using it for the warmth.
3: Me too, buddy. Me too. Ah. <laughs> and I run downstairs.
1: Yep, you you run downstairs and, yeah, there's a grand- grandfather clock. You can hear it ticking before you even get in the sitting room there and um it says uh around 11am like just before 10:58
3: 10, 10:58 58. 10, 58. and then i run back upstairs and immediately set the clock
1: all right <laughs> yeah once you're back up there like um you start to just get become more aware of your surroundings and everything and um you you can hear like uh different sorts of animal noises outside mm-hmm like, um, kind of the sound of the little bell that would be around a cow's neck and stuff, and then also the bleeding from some, um, sheep and goats out there, and and also, like, the sound of a, um, of a rooster crowing.
3: I'm gonna go take a hot bath, because I'm freezing.
1: As you, uh, go down there, like, and, and you're getting the bath started and everything, um, you do notice a, a pleasant, like, aroma around the house. Like, something smells, like, um, really sweet and familiar.
3: Ah! Uh, I will jump in the bath and and take 15.
1: And so, um, after you get done there, it's definitely, like, warmed up. Most of the rest of the house wasn't as cold as your room because the windows wouldn't have been open and everything like that. Sure. But um, you've definitely gotten more, you know, comfortable. And uh, you get this, like feeling that like you've kind of lived this moment before but it's hard to kind of pay right. close attention to. It's just a kind of nagging feeling.
3: Uh, so yeah I throw a clothes on and run downstairs and see what mom's baking.
1: Alright. So uh, you get down there and um, you notice that mom's not actually there um, and um, the the smell is kind of a lingering smell from uh. some time ago. And you notice that there is a note on the table. Okay. And it says, um, Allie, I don't know if you remembered, but today's the day for Blue's Big Date with the Collins Dams. So I reckon uh, I won't be back before you leave for your little show. Make sure you dress real warm. It's going to be cold tonight. Um, make sure you fix yourself something to eat. And after there's some of that banana bread I uh, threw together this morning. Um, good luck at your show, sugar. And, and then it just says mom at the bottom there. You would know that, that Blue is uh, the name of um, a stud horse that you guys owned. And um, the dams are what they, you know, call female horses that are gonna get pounded by this stud, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You're such an equestrian expert. (laughs) Oh my god.
1: Hey, sometimes I actually (laughs) do research for this shit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And then... Never mind. Um, Okay, so, gotcha. Alright, I uh, slice myself up some banana bread and put some butter on it (laughs) and sit down with the newspaper just have a nice relaxing
1: breakfast. Alright. Yeah, and um, (laughs) as you're kind of parsing through the newspaper, you do notice that in the entertainment section um, of, uh, by the way, it's an Ocala newspaper um, which is um, kind of central Florida but it does mention in the entertainment section that there's a Battle of the Bands going on tonight at the Launchpad in um, Cape Canaveral.
3: Oh, right. That's what she meant. Ah. So I would know I would need to get going to get there on time.
1: Um. Yeah. Like, like. Uh. At some June. point, it, it's not like super a long ride. You know, about two hours from from where you are to get there. Oh, it's so, only two hours. Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. Well, I suppose if I have any chores, I would go do those. All right. Whatever my normal like farm life daily stuff would be.
1: All right, and then the ultimate plan is to get to the place on time. Yeah. All right. Cool. And so from there, we will jump to, uh, Charlie. Charlie, you wake up, um, with a startling cold
2: sensation. Roll the notice check for me. You know what? Because that's so on brand, I'm not even going to Benny it. <laughs> uh, crit <fail>. oh, Okay.
1: <laughs> Holy shit. So, um,
2: <laughs> yeah, you wake
1: up, um, or you don't even open your eyes yet. You just feel this super cold sensation all over your body you have a huge headache your your head is just throbbing and throbbing and throbbing after like a few minutes of you just trying to it's like you're trying to fight it to just will yourself back to sleep and um eventually you hear like a engine turnover next to you like a car engine
2: i'll shoot up out of bed
1: all right well you're not in bed you're inside a car (laughs) (laughs) um <laughs> that is uh, your car that you had um, back then, back home. And um, wasn't it a big brown boat of a car? Yeah. Yep. And um, yeah, you're just uh, kind of asleep with the seat tilted back. And uh, as soon as you look around, you notice that you're in front of your apartment building, um, just asleep in your car.
2: She'll kind of look around and then she'll go to to just kind of say like, what the fuck? And I think that's when she'll realize that her voice doesn't work anymore. You're right, <laughs>
1: you figured that, that out real quick. Um So you don't even need to roll for that. All of a sudden you, you open your mouth and nothing comes out.
2: She'll slam her fist down onto the steering wheel, um, probably honking the horn on, at the same time.
1: And as you do, the person that had just um, started up their car and is uh, pulling out, they uh, tap their horn twice to say, you know, good morning to you two. (laughs) As they drive (laughs) off. You see them stick their hand out their window and then roll it back up because it's cold.
2: She'll just kind of growl and uh, grab her keys. I assume they're in the ignition. Yep. And head inside, I guess. All right.
1: Yeah, uh, you you get inside the door and it's like one of those sort of, um, kind of condo duplexes and stuff, and you're on the the top one. So, um, you open the door and then go up the stairs, and yeah, it's your apartment just as you remember it from back then. And, uh, roll me a focus to see if you remember anything from, from before.
2: Okay. Uh, five
1: all right so um yeah you you remember pretty much everything you're a little bit foggy on what happened in between how you got from there to here um but uh yeah you definitely remember leaving earth and having like a whole big space adventure and stuff and and yeah so this feels more like a like a dream than than reality to you
2: she'll walk over to the tv and turn it on and flip to the local news station
1: all right the local news um they're talking about the weather how it's really cold seasonally colder than usual here it's going to get down to freezing tonight they say and then after that they have um (laughs) the local rock um rock station dj on to talk about a show that's going to happen at battle of the bands tonight the launch pad and uh they're kind of chatting it up with um with jimmy sticks
2: from sticks and stone in the morning, Charlie will stand up and turn off the TV. All right, and then I think she'll walk over and uh, see what's in the fridge. I need to make one thing clear. Uh, Charlie was uh, clean, like pretty clean and sober before. Um, you know the depression and stuff happened once she you know got into the other galaxy and whatnot so okay there probably wouldn't be like there might be you know a few coronas or something like that in the fridge but it's not like she is normally you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah i was kind of banking on that um and so, oh don't yeah, just i just
2: wanted to make it 100 percent clear that's all
1: yeah yeah so like uh the fridge is it's like fairly meager but it's definitely not like um you know, like, you know, totally empty or anything like that. There's American cheese in there, plenty of, like, you know, ham slices and stuff like that. There's some orange juice and, and things like that, milk, you know, kind of. I'll
2: make myself a nice ham stuff. sandwich.
1: All right. And, um, as you're looking around, you, um, make eye contact with some of your sort of military kind of medals and stuff that you have hung on the wall with different certificates and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think it would have been
2: a long time since she's seen that stuff, so I think she'd be interested in...
1: And so, yeah, there's your, like, captain certification, there's, like, you know, a couple of um, the sort of pins that go on your um, sort of dress uniform and, and stuff like that that relate to your piloting acumen and all that kind of stuff.
2: She'll kind of shake her head a little bit. Yeah, there's
1: a framed picture of you standing in front of um, one of the jets, too.
2: She'll go and just kind of investigate the rest of the house and see if anything looks out of place. Like you mentioned
1: before, since this wasn't like when you were, you know, a user or anything like that, everything is in a very meticulous spot. It it almost looks as if this was cleaned yesterday, which if your memories in your head are wrong, then you probably did clean it yesterday.
2: Yeah, I think that uh, pre-Challenger thing, like, Charlie would have been, um, you know, immediately, like, make her bed as soon as she wakes up. Like, she would do dishes the second that she would get done using them. You know what I mean? Like, very fastidious.
1: Yeah. And um, at some point, you make your way around to, um, to one of the windows, and it's actually, like, open. The, you know, blinds are open. The shades are over and everything like that and from this um second story view you can actually see across the the river over to um the launch pad area and it's far off in the distance but these things are big enough that you can see the um you know gigantic booster and the uh space shuttle attached to it and um and the launch pad and and all that over there
2: would i uh would i remember that i am going to be a part of this show this evening
1: I would say that you would probably be able to to figure it out at a at a certain point.
2: Charlie is going to uh, is going to grab a notepad and a couple of extra pens because she is confident that she is going to have a hard fucking time communicating with people, especially since she hasn't used sign in a long time. All right,
1: when you grab that notepad, um, roll a notice check for me. Okay.
2: Holy fucking shit, I just popcorned on a notice.
3: <laughs> Congratulations.
2: Um, but dude, that never fucking happens, ever. Um, so that is, a, uh, that is an 11. Six plus five. All right, so uh,
1: you notice that the last thing written in this notepad is not in your handwriting. And it says, um, don't be fooled, look around.
2: She's going to like look even harder through her apartment.
1: Okay. Roll a research check for me.
2: 3, wow, well, Benny that. Fuck it. Uh 4.
1: Okay. So, um you spend like a long time tearing this place apart. Um you, you and you're doing it in a very like sort of controlled way. You're not trying to like, you know, destroy your apartment looking for stuff, but you're definitely systematically going through and trying to, like, eliminate options of what that could possibly mean and, and all this. And um, you um, end up making your way over, like, towards the, the bathroom, and uh, one thing you notice is, like, as you're going through stuff in there and you're about to open the um, medicine cabinet and you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror and you definitely look like you did before when you were on Earth. Like you're, you're, you know, you definitely don't have a lot of the markings and all that kind of stuff that you'd changed along the way in in space, you know, little things and maybe piercings that you had gotten, like scars that you had gotten into fights and everything. But then you also notice that um, you don't have the scar on your neck that should be there from um, your surgery. And that was one that was removed when you were in space.
2: Charlie is going to um you know that scene in uh in uh, Kill Bill where um where the bride is like constantly just saying wiggle your big toe mm-hmm. she is standing in front of the mirror and she is just mouthing speak words speak words speak words and she is going to do everything in her power to try and get her voice to work.
1: I would say make a, uh, a vigor roll for this. Three. Okay, yeah, it, it's not coming. You're, like, you're still without voice. But it's definitely giving you this like nagging feeling.
2: I think that for the time being, that's probably what Charlie is going to do.
1: All right. We'll go back to James. So you're you're in your van going down 95, and you um, see the exit for uh, Coco and Cape Canaveral, and you take that turn. Roll the notice check for me. Seven. Just going over the bridge, like when you're almost into um, the Cape Canaveral area, um, you, you get this flash of... Um, of the deja vu like everyone else was getting and everything and you just like distinctly remember um especially since you remembered seemingly everything earlier that like the bridge that you're driving on right now it literally blew up when you guys had escaped before and and, and you look over and there's like another bridge like you know on another road um kind of a couple miles away and, and looking at that bridge you remember that that one had blown up as well do i remember why they blew up Um, because, uh, you guys were getting, the city was getting attacked by a a weird being. And, uh, yeah, and you, um, turn onto, uh, Courtney Parkway and start, um, you know, driving south and, uh, soon enough you come across the, the big former depot building that has been retrofitted into a a nightclub that says, uh, the launch pad. And it is still fairly early in the day. Like it's probably only around um, three o'clock in the afternoon at this point, and so like the the parking lot is almost completely empty.
0: Okay, I want to park and let's see if there's a payphone anywhere.
1: All right. Um, yeah, there's uh, payphones all over the place. Um, back in these times,
0: they'd all have phone books probably, unless they were stolen. So I'd find one with a phone book and look up my bandmates names in there
1: okay so uh yeah you go and find the nearest phone book it's literally like on in the adjacent parking lot of where you are
0: um so james opens up the book and starts flipping he's gonna first look for uh alice and taylor
1: oh those bandmates okay <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah uh and and you're looking for this is this would be the phone book for the coco area and Melbourne, Palm Bay, Titusville. Oh, okay. I didn't know how encompassing yeah. these books were. So, um, yeah, there there are several Allison Taylors in um, in this phone book. Damn it. Oh, I better get up uh, Ch- Charlotte Green. Uh, that one you do find, and there's only one.
0: Ka ching, ka ching.
1: Bonk, 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 a dial-up. <laughs> Charlotte, so um, with your situation, do you have a phone in your house?
2: I don't think so, because all of the, um... I don't think that they really invented anything for um, mute people for quite some time. James would totally have forgot, by the way, that you're mute. (laughs) (laughs) But I would imagine that she still has a a telephone, but not really any reason or way to answer it (laughs) yeah so it does start
1: ringing in your apartment and and this is after you've um found that note and and kind of done some of the um early digging
2: um charlie will pick it up and put it on speaker and she'll just press a button loudly or just press a button for a little while to let them know that to let whoever uh, called know that she is there hello yo charlie You there? Beep beep. What the fuck, homie? What's
0: going on? Is that you? Well, there's something beeping in the phone. I can't tell what you're saying. Long press. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yo, that's my bad. I just... It's been a long time, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this presents a problem. (laughs) Yo, homie, why do you got a phone anyway? (laughs) Beep. What's the point of this phone, right? Long press. Best I could fucking do is relay a message. Listen, I'm at the... Where the fuck am I? I? Yo, I'm at the launch pad. And I don't know what the fuck is going on. I woke up in some hotel and there was, like, a note from my old bandmate saying that I gotta meet him here and... Like, I don't know if we got transported back in time, or if we're in some sort of dream, or maybe- I'm not even really talking to you, maybe this is all in my head, but... I was on some sort of fucking cruise ship with you. You remember that shit? I don't know what the that- Okay, can we just- alright. One beep for yes, two beeps for no. You remember that shit? <laughs> She'll beep once. Oh, cool, Yeah. alright, sweet. Hey, is there any way you can get down here? I, I'm just gonna be hanging here for the night. Apparently we're playing a show. I don't know if this is the show or what show, but...
2: She's gonna beep twice before you try and hang up because she doesn't have the address. <laughs> uh... <laughs> and she'll just, like, keep doing it over and over again. Yo, you okay? Just beep, 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 beep. Yeah. She'll beep twice. I don't know what you're trying to say. Charlie will just beep once and then hang up That chick is so moody (laughs) Hang up the phone
1: (laughs) I wanna go inside Alright, well you can't because it's not open yet Shit Um, It's like three in the afternoon And it's a nightclub
0: I wanna go back to the van and see if we have any tunes
1: Alright I don't know if we even had a music player in the van Um, yeah, this thing's got eight track (laughs) Hell yeah And um yeah there's a good Selection of tunes like all sorts Uh, of stuff I want that (laughs) Um I see a bad moon Rising (laughs) Some credence yeah there's a a credence one in there
0: I'll jam that for a while just kick back And have the AC on
1: (laughs) Alright So uh Allison how long are you gonna wait Until you start um heading, Heading out that way Do you go outside at all
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got to do chores. Got to feed the animals. Got to, you know, make sure my horse bear is all taken care of.
1: All right. So, um, when you're out there, uh, roll a notice check for me. Seven. Okay. So, uh, first thing you notice is that um, the horses aren't out there. You don't see any horses, and you also notice that the truck and the horse trailer is gone. Um, you do notice that there's um, uh, about five cows in the general vicinity, and you think that there probably would be more out in the you know pasture somewhere. And then also, um, you notice that uh, you have a, a goat and a sheep, and um, you seem to remember the goat was black and the sheep was white. But in when you look at them right now, it's the sheep that's black and the goat that's white.
3: I shake my head and I blink a lot. And I, I look at the barn. Okay, so I go over to the barn and there was a corner on which my boyfriend of two years ago and I painted a little heart with our initials. Is it still there? In green paint?
1: So, if it was uh, painted, it is not there. Mm,
3: I don't like this. Something's not right here.
1: Roll a focus check for me again.
3: My untrained focusing. That's You wrote.
1: Alright, so, yeah, it, it's still... You're, you're just um, really buying into to this experience. Whatever it may be. But it does, like, uh, so many things strike you as odd. Is
3: this what it feels like to lose your mind? What the fuck? Okay. I'm gonna try to shake it off. And, uh, know that the horses must be out to pasture, or something. You know, I'll rationalize all of the weirdness. And, um, then I'll just go back inside and and get ready for the, the show, and you know, it takes a good hour to brush my hair, so it, it <laughs> okay. takes a bit. I mean, it's down to my ass, so... You yeah. got make sure it's nice and smooth.
1: And also, too, as, as you're, like, you know, primping and all that kind of stuff, you do notice that, like, any... Like, y- your hair and all is done as, as it was, like, exactly how it was before you had left Earth. But there's still, like, things about you that are a little bit different, but also look like they're made to look the same. Like, you look a little bit older, but also... Like, not in the kind of surgery way, but it just, like... I don't know. It feels like there's a facade to your appearance that, um... Doesn't quite feel natural.
3: I wonder if this is what it feels like to, like... Lose your mind. Oh. Maybe I should write a song about it. (laughs) And then I will... (laughs) Go off and write some terrible lyrics. While, like... Kicking around. And then, um... Around Do you about, eat any
1: of the banana bread?
3: Yeah, I ate the banana bread for breakfast.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, okay.
3: Yeah, and I'm probably humming that song. Um, maybe I'm rewriting that song. <laughs> like I don't remember hey, I having just got written...
1: this awesome idea. <laughs>
3: yeah, I don't remember having written it, so I will write it. Um, okay. <laughs> and then will be like, "This is going to be great at the concert tonight."
1: <laughs> rewriting your set list like, oh, I gotta put this right there.
3: <laughs> um yeah, and then I will load up my car about oh, I like to make sure that I'm there early enough to, you know, scope the competition and yada yada. So I would get there three hours three and a half hours at least before I knew that things were gonna kick off, I would jump in my car and make sure I had all my stuff.
1: Cool. Yeah, and uh, on your way there, you, you hear promotions for it on the radio all over the place.
3: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, as you're driving, um, roll a notice check for me.
3: Noticing, I can do. Focusing, I cannot. Uh, that's a four. Yeah,
1: you, you just happen to notice that um, it's like one of those days where um, like, you, you can see the moon even during the day and 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 everything and um with it being close to let's see uh around like three o'clock the sun's like just starting to get towards the western side of the sky you notice that the the moon is kind of like in a a half phase just you know kind of something you notice as you're heading out there i'm going to switch over to the other two and um kind of time jump to um I'm guessing Charlie was driving over to, uh, to, um, the place, the pad. Yeah. And, uh, would you have gone straight there, or would you have, um, taken your time to kind of make James wait
2: (laughs) just to fuck with him? (laughs) No, she would, she would go straight there, because I think that she's too freaked out to fuck with James, which is pretty freaked out.
1: Alright, so, uh, yeah, it wouldn't have taken you very long. It's roughly around, like, 3.30 in the afternoon. And, um, also while you're driving and outside, why don't you make a notice check?
2: Well, that's a two, so we're back on brand.
1: So, um, yeah, you're just like in kind of tunnel vision right now. You're kind of pissed with all that's going on and, you know, something's fucked up about right now, but you can't tell what it is. And, you know, the last thing you remember was like some, some shit and you can't quite put your finger on what had happened, but you know that it pissed you off. And uh, yeah, you pull into the parking lot and, and of the launch pad and you see a brown van there with some um, A-team black pinstriping on it. And, um, and you see James Lamb uh, sitting inside, drumming on the steering wheel.
2: I am going to do my best to sneak up to the window so that I can uh, slam my fists on it and scare the shit out of him, hopefully.
1: All right, Brian, roll a notice check. And then uh, you roll, uh, what is it, stealth? Stealth.
2: Yeah. The old stealth. I'm too Four.
0: freaked out to fuck with James.
2: Four. Ooh. Oh, we tied. I have a D six in stealth. Alright, and
1: then what's your notice die? Tenner. Oh, okay. So yeah, fuck. you just barely
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'll say that um like you didn't remember what kind of car she drove or anything like that, and you weren't really paying attention or getting to the parking lot. But as she's kind of like um sneaking around the side of your van you do notice in the rearview mirror that she's coming
2: it's hard to miss the girl with the fucking red mohawk <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll stop the 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 player roll down the window and say you yeah,
0: don't go out tonight homie there's bound to be a fight
2: she'll look at him and like throw her arms over the air like what the fuck are you talking about and she'll go around to the other side and open the door and get in
0: what the hell is going on she'll shrug Yeah, um, you know, I didn't talk to you much
2: back when we first met. How the fuck did you communicate with people? (laughs) She will uh, sign to him with sign language. (laughs) Obviously, he doesn't understand that. Right. And she will uh, pull out the notepad and uh, her pen and get ready to answer any questions James might have.
1: Bold of you to assume James can read.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fair. <clears throat> okay, let's think about this. We was on a fucking cruise ship. We went down to lower levels, and I remember some sort of like misty gas
2: stuff. Chill nod. I. It was fucking cold. Yeah, she's gonna write down on the paper. Um, the scar from my uh from from my surgery is still gone clearly this is not where we left
0: is my, is my
1: skin still blue uh no it's not
2: yeah um
0: so I'm back to my normal boring ass skin color <sighs> time travel's not a thing is it
2: she, she'll emphatically uh, shake her head no she will uh, write into the notebook my voice is the one detail that they wouldn't have known about you're saying this is real she will shake her head emphatically no well then how did they get it it right if they didn't know about it she'll write the scar isn't there and she'll like crane her neck up to show him her uh her throat i don't get it she'll roll her eyes and
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then she'll write where's allison
0: well, she's in the phone book, along with, like, 20 other Allison's.
2: Isn't she from the Ocala region? Fuck like if I know. Uh, I don't know my floor of the geology very well. Geography? G- genealogy? She'll write geography and underline it four times.
0: What's genealogy?
2: She will then circle geography again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She would know to come here, right? This is, this is the time. Yeah? No? Shrug. I don't remember ever coming here outside of that night. Because this was a big gig, like we were going to make the big time.
2: Shrug. Um, she'll write down, I don't think we should do what we did before. Boy, you mean freak out and follow
0: random aliens around town?
2: She'll write, I don't think we should go to the Battle of the Bands. Okay,
0: but that's where everything took place. Like, if something's going to happen, I don't know, maybe we can stop. Yo. You think my mother is alive?
2: Um, she will shake her head emphatically, no.
0: Everything feels so real, you know?
2: Charlie will write, They're trying to get some sort of information. I don't know what, but the more of this we participate in... The closer they get. Yo,
0: what if the space shit was all a dream? What if we never left Earth, and now
2: we just woke up? She will shake her head no. And write, that's impossible.
0: How did they know my band members' names? I mean, if they got my band members right, maybe they got my mom right. Like, even if she's not real, I feel like I could at least get a chance to talk to her, you know what I'm saying?
2: Um, I think that Charlie will look... Very kind of sorrowful, and she'll uh she'll kind of pat him on the shoulder and just shake her head no, so what are we gonna do? She'll write, I haven't figured that out yet. Wait for Allison, I guess she'll nod I'll turn credence back on, <laughs> okay. I want to go back to, uh, to trying to wiggle my big toe, quote-unquote. Oh, okay. So, yeah, um, you're
1: jamming out to Credence, and, and uh, Charlie is trying to, to get her vocal cords to work again. And um, you spend a couple hours doing this, because, you, you know, you just have to wait here. And um, while that is all going on, um, roll another notice check, both of you guys eight four i'll do charlie's first you have a lot of study in aeronautics and then also with space and and stuff like that through your training and everything as you're looking out like kind of over the horizon you you see the the moon starting to um come up you also notice that like the horizon that it's coming up over it seems flatter than normal um and it's like kind of a hard thing to sort of quantify and especially since like you've been to so many other planets and stuff like that it's like hard to tell if it's just something that's ruined your perspective on what like it really looked like to be on earth or anything and then you also um notice that like the moon it just seems like it's moving too fast like it's rising up over the horizon too quickly and it's kind of like in this um three-quarter phase where it's at right now
0: there is a bad moon rising
1: (laughs) and that's exactly playing right now (laughs) 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 and then um james you notice you're kind of like uh bebopping on the steering wheel and probably like um muttering some lyrics that are coming to your mind um you happen to glance in the rearview mirror and um you notice that kind of down the street there's like a sort of construction area and there's you know people using like jackhammers all that kind of stuff to tear up the street and there's also like one of those um signs that has like writing made with the different little lights and stuff and um in that sign through the mirror you'd notice that um it would say you know like right lane closed and all that kind of stuff um merge now kind of thing and then um one of the times you notice that it blinks to change message and it's in a completely different type of writing it's it's not english and it kind of looks like um like something you recognize but almost like it's backwards once i see it
0: i would have uh reached over and slapped charlie on the shoulder a few times and then turned down the music and then gestured to it and said you see that shit she'll nod it
1: says um keep looking Don't trust your surroundings. And then it goes back to saying merge and then, like, right lane closed.
2: Charlie is going to show James the message that she found in her notebook.
1: Hey, yo, Charlie. You
0: remember when you somehow you projected our promotional shit all over the cruise ship on screens and all that? She'll nod. What if there's somebody doing that for us right now?
2: She will write down... I absolutely think that's what's going on.
0: Yo, who would know how to do that shit?
2: Um, is there something I could roll to, uh, try and figure that out? Sure. Uh,
1: roll a, a hacking check because you'd have to be aware of some, somebody who's good with hacking.
2: Well, as you know, I took that after I learned my fucking lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good. (laughs) Uh, four.
1: Okay. There's not very many people that, um, you think could do that. Uh, granted, like you're in a weird situation and you don't know like what the logistics would be involved in, in anything like this. But as far as people that, you know, that are like at your level or above in hacking one would be Jeeves since, uh, he's a, you know, incorporated AI being. Once integrated into a system, he can, you know, kind of go around and and do some stuff. Uh, Another one is your lawyer, Mr. Darth Maul Goodman. Another one would be uh, somebody who you just uh, shot two times the last time you were in space.
2: Um, She'll just write Dwight in capital letters on the um, paper. Mr. Dwight. Then why
0: would he be giving us messages to indicate that this is an illusion? She'll write, I don't think he is. Then why are we getting messages? (laughs) That's all I'm trying to figure out. Who's
2: broadcasting this shit? She's just, uh, going to pull the notebook in close and, uh, take a few seconds. And, uh, then she's going to flip over to a clean page, take a few more seconds, and, uh... Then when she turns it around, there's just a giant question mark that she drew, um, you know, 3D with bubbles and, and hearts and things like that. And she'll just show it to him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so uh, all this had, like, you know, kind of happened over a couple of hours. And at, at this point, um, you notice there's another car coming into the parking lot kind of early. It's around five o'clock. Uh, what kind of car did you drive, Allison? It was a cheap ass Ford. And so that comes rolling up um, into the parking lot and it's easy to find the other two because you see (laughs) the only other two vehicles in the parking lot here are theirs. And uh, they kind of stick out like a sore thumb.
3: I look around like sizing up the competition wise and like, chick with a mohawk. Okay. Do I recognize them upon sight?
1: Probably not. I'm gonna say roll another focus check, but um, it, it would be understandable if you didn't, if you hadn't figured it out at this point.
3: <laughs> this time both of them popcorned. This is much better. Okay, that is uh, five. You know what? No. Let's Benny that motherfucker. <laughs> okay, that's eight, twelve, fifteen, minus two. So.
1: Yeah, upon seeing them two And especially seeing them two together It all comes flooding back
3: Son of a bitch What the fuck Charlie? James?
2: Charlie will shrug at Allison
3: (laughs) Oh, right You couldn't talk Um, James? You have any idea?
0: Are you just standing on our window or did you get in? Yeah,
3: no, I came to your window I assumed your windows were down, am I wrong? No, they're down, definitely Okay.
1: <laughs> they see you coming and they roll them up. <laughs> 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 hey, yo, a squid Wait. homie.
3: Seriously? What the fuck is going on?
0: So, we were deliberating about that. Is that the right word, Charlie? Deliberating? Charlie will nod. Yeah, so we were deliberating that maybe uh, we're trapped in an illusion created by Mr. Dwight. And somebody's trying to send us messages and I was just about to ask do you think that they're just sending us messages or can they actually see what's going on because if they can we could get a message back to them
3: okay so the last thing I actually remember there was like that gas yeah and I was really cold yeah and that's all I remember yeah But, we had MO5 and Jeeves. Yeah. Right? They were like, coming through.
0: Yo, but they weren't back on Earth with us, so they'd probably be. I don't even know if MO5 was created yet. I don't know if Jeeves was created yet.
3: No, I mean like, if they're around, maybe they're sending messages.
2: Charlie will write on the paper. Um, James is a moron. Talk to me and show it to Allison. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> um. Uh, well. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know. Uh. So, Charlie. Um. Any idea what this is?
2: She'll just write simulation.
3: Oh, this is like some freaky VR shit. Okay. She'll nod. That banana bread tasted weird. That makes sense. Okay.
1: Oh, I didn't
3: just write that song. Son of a
1: bitch. Okay, anyway. Plagiarism.
3: (laughs) I'm plagiarizing myself and I don't even know it. Maybe it's like a dream. I start pinching myself.
2: (laughs) Charlie will uh, write, I think that they're trying to find out some information from our past that they need. What?
3: Okay. I mean, some weird shit happened before we left Earth. Maybe they just wanted to know about that.
2: She'll shrug.
3: There's a bad dude, right? And we ran away from him. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be saying all this out loud. And I'll look around like
2: <laughs> <laughs> she'll, sh- she'll shrug like I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um if, when you go and look around, you notice that um uh, a dove like flies up and uh, lands on a telephone wire that's pretty close to you and then does that.
3: The birds are watching us. So I'm gonna shield my mouth and like whisper at them. <laughs> From the bird i think if they're looking for information on that we should just go to mcdonald's or some shit, right
2: charlie will actually like pause for a second look at allison and her eyes will get really bright and she'll just nod emphatically like yup that's exactly what we should do
3: okay
0: yo do they have the mcrig at this time what's a mcrig <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's the it's the chicken nuggets that are shaped like little trucks.
2: <laughs> it's McDonald's brand heroin, a McRig. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and you have to request the right kind because otherwise you might end up with some really not exactly what you're looking for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the truckers would buy either and be happy with it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> or buy both and there you go um, I will hop in the car let's go
1: alright and um, you crank it up and start uh, driving down the street it's not too long before you find a McDonald's it's going to be on uh, on the same road Charlie is your notebook like is it one of the like little spiral notebooks where it's got a little spiral wire on it
2: Um, I, yeah, and I definitely think that I'm running out of room.
1: Okay. As you're kind of, like, uh, flipping through this thing as you're walking up, uh, roll a notice check for me before you get inside.
2: Why do they always gotta be the notices? God fucking damn it. Uh, that is a three. Okay. I'm not using my last Benny on it.
1: So, um, as you're walking in, like, you're you're flipping through the book and and you think you see something odd, but it it just, like, kind of passes you by like a fleeting thought sort of thing and and you just brush right past it then you open the doors and and walk on in and it it straight up looks like a mcdonald's from the from the 80s everybody's wearing the little paper hats and stuff like back when ronald mcdonald looked even spookier back then than he does now Mm -hmm. (laughs) somehow
2: (laughs) i'm gonna go and point to an arch deluxe and order that (laughs) (laughs) all right there's a Hades there's yeah, callback
0: yeah. <laughs> Well We have destroyed our own canon Again How? Because in episode 3 James said I just thought of something It's called the Arch Deluxe He <laughs> invented oh. in space
1: Well it would make sense That you had um, You know Said you invented something That actually existed <laughs> Uh huh Your whole career Is basically based on Copping other people's shit Yeah <laughs> <laughs> And um, and and yeah. So uh, you order that, and uh, it it it's like a normal sort of order. Nothing irregular happens here.
2: I love that Brian remembers that he mentioned an Arch Deluxe in episode three, but has to ask seventy five questions about how the last session ended every fucking time that we play. Once an episode
0: is edited, I have it committed to memory. Uh.
2: <laughs> Except for Fillmore's Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Except for anything that anybody else other than me says. You know, like, if anybody else said it, I have no idea. But if I said it, those are some good lines, you know what I mean? If it's useful to the plot or the mystery, I don't know. I I just listen for the Brian, you know what I mean? You guys listen for the Brian? Because I listen for the Brian. I knew that Kim had a shitty ass Ford. <laughs> That's
3: fair
1: point. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, while you three are in here um, getting your meals and, and everything, uh police officer walks in. They're they're getting in line to to order some stuff too, and um, you can hear the random calls coming in through their their radio and everything like that. And it being Central Florida um, on the coast, there's quite a bit of activity going on all the time sure. on there.
2: <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's you all just that- it's all just calls about Florida, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> messed out naked people fighting things. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you notice that one, um, it's in a different voice than the the normal dispatcher. You hear it over the static say, Merritt Square Mall, east side, just outside the entrance on the bench. And um, then you notice that uh, everyone around like sort of looks around and and the cop is like looking at the radio and then he like um, goes in and he's like, what was that again? And then, like, the person on the other end of the radio um, says, I didn't understand that either. It must have been some cross-signal. And, uh, you know, the guy kind of shrugs his shoulders and then goes on to continue ordering. As soon as we talked
0: about me not paying attention, I spaced out on what the message over the radio was. Oh,
2: my God. Charlie is going to grab onto both Allison and James and start heading back towards the van immediately without us getting our food.
0: Hey, yo, what the fuck? I wanted nuggets. I wanted anything.
2: She can't talk to them, so she's just marching.
1: <laughs> <sighs> you um, are getting out of your uh, out to your car, and then all of a sudden, you notice that the cop comes running out, and he's got your food in like several bags. He's like, "Wait, wait, hold up there! Um, you you left these in there. Uh, uh, I don't know why. You,
2: what,
1: what are you all running off to?"
2: She will uh, sign at him. I know my fucking rights. Um. Excuse me. Let's just, Thank you. Let's just take it
1: down a notch. Uh, well, yeah. Here's your your food. Um, ah, good cops do exist.
2: She'll sign at him. Wait, you no know, sign? Do what? She'll sign at him. Wait, you no know, sign? Because the I know your fu- my fucking rights was signed at him. Oh shit! I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't talk. <laughs>
1: Okay, let's go and reverse a little bit.
2: (laughs) Rewind!
1: (laughs) You know how fucking rare it is to get Chris to do a rewind? (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, you you sign that, Adam, and like, you know, step towards him doing that. (laughs) And he's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Didn't realize it'd be one of these. um, uh, Yeah, here's your meals. Y'all just uh, have a nice day. Uh, Is
2: everything okay? Ah, good cops do exist. (laughs) 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 She'll nod at him emphatically. We're fine. And then he signs the okay, semi. (laughs) And she'll give him a nice thumbs up and then a salute.
1: Um, And He's like, sure, sure. uh, Have a a nice day. (laughs) And then he turns around and um, sort of does the kind of scoop. Back inside, like kind of looking like he's attempting to run but not really going any faster.
2: <laughs> I will uh, write down on the notebook uh, um, and show it to James the one good thing about having a disability. <laughs> Yo, you
0: always used to abuse your handicap. She'll nod emphatically. You ought to know that with great handicap comes great responsibility.
3: Oh, get off it, James. She it's will punch same. James
2: in the sternum. Mm
3: hmm. <laughs> I'm
0: not gonna be talking for a while
2: (laughs) Somewhere in some galaxy far
1: far away a Peter Parker got his
2: wings (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck I'm gonna get in the driver's seat though And I'm gonna immediately start heading towards that entrance at the mall
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah you, you absolutely know where that is And it's only a few blocks away and, um, yeah, so you, you pull up into the, the mall there, and it's active like a normal mall would be at this time of day, and, um, you, you go up to that I think I'm just
2: standing there staring at the entrance, march- munching on my Arch Deluxe, standing there just kind of staring at it like,
1: hmm.
0: Yo, I just got some PTSD there as Charlie was driving us up to the mall entrance.
1: <laughs> and, uh, now we were gonna crash through. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. yeah but unlike that time you just uh, park normally and um, are you all walking up to the, the bench together
0: I'm just following Charlie so that she doesn't drag me anymore
2: yeah <laughs> Yeah, then I'm going there so if they're following me then yes
1: when you're there you um, notice that there's uh, somebody in like sort of a um, beige long sort of trench coat um, sitting there kind of looking off to the south side Mm.
2: she'll um approach clap her hands twice and uh sign at him so we're here
1: you notice that they like they're like kind of seated shoulders away from from you three when you when you walk up and do that uh they start to reach into their coat and then they pull out like a walkie talkie like you know one of those ones from the 80s that's like you know almost like two feet long and has like a huge antenna and all that and um they just kind of sit it next to the in the space between you know them and the rest of the bench there and continue looking away from you too.
2: I will pick it up I will hand it to James and motion like I'm talking into it check check James on the mic she will roll her fucking eyes and immediately regret her decision
3: <laughs> I thought you said not to talk to him
2: she'll nod and kind of throw her hands up in the air like I fucked up what do you want <laughs>
3: Okay, um, is there any response?
1: Um, yeah, after a few seconds, um, you hear a bit of crackling, and then you hear, um... So it would appear that you three have gotten your memories back quicker than one would normally expect.
3: Do we recognize the voice?
1: You sure do. It's, uh, Mr. Dwight.
0: I'm going to try and do this in one breath. Whew. Hello, LCP nerds. I'm here to say once again, thanks for listening. If you want to help us make more LCP content, head over to patreon.com slash DD and pledge any amount of money. And also post about us on social media. Buy merch at sonerware.com lcp. Using the promo, code at lcp at checkout for 10% off your entire purchase. Rate and review our show on your podcatcher app. Come play games and hang out with us in the Discord server, which can be accessed in the description of this episode or at lcpdnd.com. Our twatters are at lcpdnd for the show. At Chris Riley LCP for the GM Chris. At I to Grab Your Gun for Tim, who plays Charlotte. At Metz Girl, that's M E T Z Girl, for Kim, who plays Allison. You can also listen to her on Beholder's Eye Podcast and Service Desk Podcast. And at Manly brian for me, the player of James Lamb, AKA Bust the Cat. That's all for this episode. We'll catch you on the next one.
2: Hey Brian! <laughs> I got some messages for you. I got them down here on this notepad! I took them down on a notepad!
0: Mom, I'm trying to play Savage Worlds!
2: It's like D&D! Is D&D your friend Daniel? No, Dungeons I told you you're not supposed to hang out with Daniel anymore! <laughs> His parents don't have very good rules for
1: him! It's not a devil game, He's not game, a good Mom. influence on you!
2: He likes to draw butts on
1: postcards! <laughs> You know everybody can see
0: the outside of a postcard, right? (laughs) Are you listening, Daniel? (coughs) With your sending me really sketchy postcards? (laughs) Do you think the postman wants to look at that when he's delivering his mail?
3: (laughs) Yes, yes, I do.
1: Crudely drawn butts. Write that down.
3: (laughs) Oh, that's his one important thing from this this time. (laughs)
2: Look at it next session and scratch his head. (laughs) That's that. Please let that be our next band name. No more wolf dogs. We gotta be crudely drawn butts. I'm sure you'll
0: you'll have no trouble getting us in trouble with the law again here soon. Yeah. (laughs) Change identities again.